welcome to the Dead Letter Movie Podcast, episode 14, recorded February 22nd, 2017. I'm Tim. I'm Andrew. And this is our uh, 2017 Oscar pre-show. Uh, we'll have more as uh, as the awards come and, and afterward, of course. But uh, here's, a, here's a little bit of a rundown now that we've each seen all the all the best picture nominees, at least. Um, and this was not the easiest thing, but we did it, folks. We did it because um, we we're hate just, ourselves and we love you. Yes, and we're just something. ordinary people like you, so you could have done this too. Is all I'm saying. Oh, um, <laughs> <clears throat> um, uh, yeah, yeah, we're 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 not ordinary. We're some special kind of no, stupid. Earth, yes, yeah. Anyway, well, I, in that I mean that it's not like the Academy sent us stuff. Is is what I'm saying? Right, uh, right. That's, like that's, we were, that's true. We, we yeah, it's not like we were sent screeners or anything. No, went went to the theaters, butts in seats. Yeah. So we got uh, got got nine movies for best picture. I know you you kind of filled out more of the other categories. I mm-hmm. I wanted to, I really didn't have time like to, to fill out just the the four acting categories would have been six more movies on top of just the ones for best picture. And I I may still watch some of those. I still want to. But yeah, not not really enough to have a solid opinion, you know, before before the big envelopes get open. So um, we're just going to go down the list, starting at the top alphabetically. Uh, Arrival. Arrival. I really liked this movie. I've made no secret of that. It's a a great science fiction story, some really interesting science fiction conceits, but I I love the the human element as well. It's it's got some real, real heart to it, and I think it's great to see this kind of movie up for Best Picture. I don't think it's going to win. I, I don't either. But um, I do think like it's it's lame that we have to say that it's a good science fiction film because really it's just a good story to begin with. Um, it's uh, you and I were talking about this before we recorded. Um, and that was like a thing that we think that kind of sucks about genre is that we always have to be like, well, you know, it's it's, it's a very good film for uh, for science fiction films. Like, no, this is just a very good film, period. Um, yeah, it, and it, it really is. But for everyone like this in, in the genre, there are, you know, five or ten, you know, really, really awful ones. Yes, so, yes. It's, this it's, is also true of many genres, but it, yeah. It, it is. <laughs> But this this is this is one example. Um, mm-hmm. So I I recommend it. I I still can't really talk plot or story or, or characters anything, which yeah, it's, frankly it's still hard. amazes me. Yeah, it's hard to talk plot and story stuff without spoiling it in a lot of ways. Um, I will say that it's uh, it's uh, it's it's kind of it, it's a science fiction film about how communication works. Yeah. More or less. Yeah. Um, I guess we can go that far. Um, I, I think we can absolutely say that. And yeah. and that's that's an interesting place to start from, in my mind at least. So Agreed, yeah. This this is out on video now. It's it's pretty widely available. You don't have to go to a theater and pay ten dollars for an overpriced tub of over greased popcorn to see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can watch it in the comfort of your own home. Yep. And I uh, I recommend that you do so. And, uh, and a real quick hometown reference for me and Tim too, um, <laughs> in the in the film as well. So uh, that's, yeah. uh, that's that's true. I I'd, I'd yep. uh, almost forgotten about that, but yes, yes, mm-hmm. there is. Um, so yep. next on the list, uh, Fences, Denzel Washington, Viola Davis. I actually really like this film a lot too. Uh, out of the the big heavy drama movies, I think this one is is my favorite, just because 
the the characters have have so much depth they felt so so real where a lot of the others it's yeah there there are plot points but i i didn't feel that the characters were developed it was more about the things that happened to them mm-hmm. I, I i got that a lot less here this this felt more more intimate and and drew me in more than a lot of the others mm-hmm. so this this is and- a a, a, it's it's a good piece uh, based on a stage play which you had seen previously. Mm-hmm. Well, I hadn't seen it; I just read it originally. Um, oh. So it's it's um, uh, August Wilson play. Uh, August Wilson wrote ten plays that is called the the Pittsburgh Cycle, which is the um, the African American experience at a given decade in the twentieth century. And this is the the fifties. Um, <laughs> this uh, fences is, and they're all very they're worth reading. They're all very good. Um, so I had so I'd already been familiar with the project and August Wilson's work when I finally got to see this movie, and it was really neat, neat to see because I had also remember a few years ago Viola and Denzel being on Broadway um, in these characters. Um, so it was kind of cool to be able to see a version of that. Um, my only. Tim is right in that it's it gets to the depth of characters a lot more, and part of that is because it's because it's a play and not much happens. There's not a lot of moving around. Um, it's all in more or less in one house, and sometimes to its detriment, it comes off as kind of stagey for me. Um, and I don't know if that's coming from the screenplay or if that's coming from Denzel Washington's direction decisions. Um, that's the only thing I really lament about the film. The acting is actually absolutely superb. Everybody does their best um it's it's probably one of denzel's you know it's top three performances without a doubt um which it should be because he directed himself um <laughs> and uh, but viola davis definitely gives uh probably the performance of her career um it's very good it's definitely worth seeing i think it's i think it's i think it's an important movie to see as well um if it's only if only because it's it's nice to see other people get interested in August Wilson and his work. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm much more inclined now to, to go and, and read more of those, those mm-hmm. others. Cause yeah, like, like, like I, I, I really yeah. like this. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's not necessarily a, a super uplifting piece like so many other Academy Award nominees, but it's, it's very well put together and lots mm-hmm. of great acting. I, so. Of those ten plays, I guess I would also recommend um, the piano lesson and Jitney. Um, but yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll put those on my list. Uh, next on our list, however, uh, Hacksaw Ridge <laughs> by Mel Gibson, starring Andrew Garfield, about a conscientious objector who enlists during World War II. This this is a, a good movie for what it is. Yes. Um. And it really, I thought it was pretty good overall, but it's exhausting to watch, and it's not really great in my mind. It's it's a it's a great story. It is a great story, yeah. But but the 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 film as it is is you know it, it doesn't quite get that far to me. It's it's good, and it's maybe worth seeing, but it's not something you're just going to put on, have on in the background. I mean, even, even I think if you're the, the sort of person who might do that with other war movies. Yeah, uh, yeah. it felt like, I don't know, I think the, the meanest thing I could say about this movie is that it would be a great film for 1998, but <laughs> it's still a good movie. Um, it, it has Mel Gibson all over it, um, so there's all this 
thoughts about faith and and God and man's place and all that. And it's also a whole bunch of violence. Mel Gibson's got a Mel Gibson. Yeah, yeah, he is. It's uh, but however, you know, like I make fun of it and I say those things, but that doesn't mean it's bad. I mean, like it's still it's still a very good movie. Andrew Garfield does a very good job. Um, Hugo Weaving does a great job as well. And I totally didn't realize he was even in the movie until I actually <laughs> sat down to watch it. Even though Tim had told me he was in the movie, and I just forgot. the uh, The thing about it though is that it's it's difficult not to compare this movie to Martin Scorsese's Silence, which I which I did see. Those are both films about faith with a lot of violence um, that are both emotionally exhausting and they both star andrew garfield so it's uh <laughs> so it's hard not to compare them I, it's, it's hard for me to articulate how i feel about it like hacksaw ridge feels like a, a movie for uh the religiously inclined to feel good about their faith and their decisions and their beliefs and all that um which isn't a bad thing i'm not not being mean about that in any way um silence on the other hand seems like the kind of movie that's more thought-provoking and might encourage growth. There's a little bit more of a cheerleader thing that Hacksaw Ridge has, whereas Silence has more of a didactic feeling towards it. And though there are pluses and minuses to that in both camps. So just putting it out there. Um, take that as you will. <laughs> I did think Silence was the better film in that regard, but it's um, so it's interesting to me that this got the nomination over it. But I did think it was a good film. I enjoyed watching it, and I don't like war movies too much. And I'm really burnt out on World War II. That's what happens when you watch all the best picture winners in one year. Yeah, it's actually it's a pretty good flick. So I won't ask you here how you feel about Christopher Nolan's upcoming movie, Dunkirk. I am... Uh, As I said, I'll, I'm not going to ask yeah. you right now. Plenty of time to talk about it later. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't disagree. I still have not seen Silence, mm -hmm. but yeah, I, I certainly would like to, since, since you bring it up, also to kind of compare and contrast the what what they have to say. Um, yeah. Uh, moving on, uh, Hell or High Water, sort of a neo-noir modern western. Yeah. Uh, starring Jeff Bridges and Chris Pine and Ben Foster. Uh, yeah. I, I actually really liked it. I, it's It's got a lot of kind of the, the classic western tropes and, and cliches albeit in a sort of a modern setting mm -hmm. but it, it does them all very well yeah bank robbers and the sheriff and guns and cowboys and such well maybe not yeah. cowboys cowboys but you know and texas rangers texas rangers yeah and filmed in places tim and i lived in and so it's it's kind of cool to see that kind of stuff it's a, it's a really nice it's kind of more of the uh, no country for old men vein of western but it's still very good uh, yeah, I would say this falls somewhere in between, yeah, like, say, True Grit, either of them, and No Country mm -hmm. for Old Men. Yeah, yeah. At, at, at different times, it sort of leans more towards one or the other, mm -hmm. but it, it's it's pretty solidly somewhere in the middle. I, I don't think it's you know nearly as dark as, say, No Country for Old Men. It certainly has some, some darkness to it and, and violence, and, mm -hmm. you know, they're... they're you know, heroes and villains, sort of, but not necessarily exactly. Yeah, it's um, it would have been an interesting film to have seen a version of it with John Wayne back in the day. Yeah, or or Clint Eastwood for that. Or matter. Clint Eastwood. Well, it would have been like it would have in a perfect world. It would have been John Wayne as the Jeff Bridges role and Clint Eastwood as the Chris Pine role, but. Um, actually, it probably would have been Kirk Douglas in the Chris Pine role if we were going to get ages m m more correct there. But yeah, uh, yeah, Eastwood might have been Ben Foster instead. Yeah, um, but that would have been and that would have been neat. That would have been fun to have like a pre-make version of that. But the uh, 
Yeah. It's it's a really good movie. It's written by the same guy who wrote Sicario, and I liked this more than Sicario. Yeah, this this is a pretty solid movie. Uh, didn't really get a whole lot of fanfare. Came out you know back in came like, out in the summer. summer. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's when I it saw didn't it. really play for very long either. And yeah. I, I wanted to, but it sort of came and went. So I, I didn't get the the chance to, to actually go and see it until, you know, recently after it got on the nominee list. It has um, a VOD option is what it has. It, it, oh. it, it, it does. So I, I watched this from uh, from home because it's, it's been out long enough. It's available in those formats. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I, I liked it. If, if you like Westerns, it's, it's, it's good. If you like crime movies, you'll really like it, though. Uh, yeah, yeah, that that too. It 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 works as uh, as that as well. It, it's got like like I said, some of the the western trappings and and setting, but it it works as as a crime story on its own. You know, it, even if you transplanted it somewhere, like if it was if this took place in Chicago, I don't know if it would be a better film. Like I think the fact that it is in the West makes it a better film in that sense. Um, but yeah. yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, let's see. Moving on, hidden figures. Yeah, uh, I, I mentioned a couple episodes ago. This this was. I don't think I had seen this one yet at mm-hmm. that point, but it was one I was excited to see, and and I liked it a lot. This this is um, as as you mentioned before we we started recording. Uh, this this is kind of the crowd pleaser this year. It's uh, it's it's much more uh, a feel good story than. Most of the others, arguably one of the ones we'll uh, we'll hit in just a, a few minutes. Yeah, but no, it's a it's it's a great story. There there are some artistic liberties taken, and and that's okay because the the core of the the story is okay, and there there are lots of uh, historically significant, yeah, high impact emotional moments, and the the three main characters are are all really very good. Yeah, I'm I'm still amazed. This this is a story that hadn't really been told much at all until this it, it makes me think of something your mom said when uh when lincoln came out yeah this 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 is the movie all americans should see this year for for a lot of reasons a it's a good movie b it's a story that we have somehow not learned um my mother-in-law um actually went to church with one of these ladies was actually like you know going to the university in the area at the time and was deeply saddened that there was this research available to her and she wasn't able to like she didn't get to know about it because of you know reasons and yeah that is and that's the thing like when she was reading the book she was like it made her kind of depressed that like this was so close to her at the time and she didn't she didn't know about it and so i think that's one of the other reasons why it's important to see this is just so so people know this story yeah these these are things that happen maybe not quite exactly this way but the the main thrust is is there and i mean this this is astounding to to me as you know, a, a white male, you know, now I, I can't even really imagine what it would be like, you know, for, for your mother-in-law. I know, I know, I know. It's interesting. Um, I, I think it's cool. I think it's, I think it's just a all around really neat, really good film. I really liked the Pharrell's music in it too. I thought that was pretty good. Um, it, it's, yeah, it's, it's a little bit weird to me because it's, it's a little bit anachronistic. A little bit anachronistic because, because uh, Pharrell, his voice kind of sounds anachronistic. Um, like, <laughs> yeah, no, I understand what you're bit. saying. Like, uh, cause uh, he has that kind of 21st century sound to him. His music doesn't necessarily though. Like, cause it sounds like James Brown music for the, for the most part music wise. I mean, but, uh, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. but I still enjoyed it though. I still liked it. 
Um, it wasn't an anachronism that bothered me like, say, Moulin Rouge does. But uh, <laughs> it's, uh, but no, I really, I don't know. I thought it was just really well, really solid, really just good, uplifting little film. That is, uh, it is the movie that every American should see this year. Agreed. Yep. So uh, next on the list, here's the the real big heavy hitter, uh, oh, La yeah. La Land. Uh, you know, tied for a record number of uh, Academy Awards. With Titanic uh, or, or, and All About Eve. Yeah, or nominations at least. Nominations, um, yeah, yeah. But we have yet to see about awards, yeah. Yeah. Um, I can't disagree with the, the nomination, really, in any of those categories. This is... I I, I have to work kind of hard not to overhype this film mm-hmm. you know, to, to others or to myself, but mm-hmm. it does a lot of things, and it does them pretty much all very, very well. Yeah. There's there's a lot of technical stuff. Yeah, the 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 writing, the music, the the acting is all really good. It is. It's all very good. The um there are things that people have complained about in this movie, and I will tell you why I disagree with these things. Not that their opinions are invalid. Um they are I totally understand where they're coming from. However, this is how I feel about those things. A lot of people complain about um the fact that Gosling's and Emma Stone's singing isn't particularly great or the fact that, you know, sometimes Ryan Gosling looks at his feet when he dances or something. And the thing is, I actually think that makes it better because if this was done with the best of the best, if you want to give yourself a little thought exercise, Tim and I talked about singing in the rain recently. If this film was made, was pre-made back then and had Gene Kelly and Sid Charisse in it, you would have a different film. Like you would have, it wouldn't work on the same level. In in my opinion, it wouldn't be as good. It wouldn't have, it would be missing an element of magic that would be needed if they were that exceptional in what they did. Yeah, yeah. I, I I agree completely. It would be very very different. There's there's a a quality to it that you know says Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone are they're really capable and and talented performers, but as as far as their they're uh, they're singing particularly yet they're by no stretch you know the the best out there and you know the dancing is yeah they're mm-hmm. they're they're good they're they're doing the work and they're they're doing it well but they're they're not on par it's like this is not their one thing that they're known for and they're the best at and mm-hmm. i i think that that lends yeah. a, a certain element of you know these are kind of uh an, an every man and an every woman sort of characters and i i think that gives a a bit of a degree more realism to it that way. So I, I, I agree. I think that kind of makes it work better and a little more relatable. It's it's not, you know, these these big giant stars up on the screen doing their thing and all the, all the glitz and glamour. Yeah. And well, and I think that we needed that because he, like, he, like we know these people are stars. Like, I mean, like we've sure. seen them in other things. Like it's just like if it was Gene Kelly or if it was um, or Fred Astaire and Ginger Rogers, like if it was like that was like you're never going to be that person. Um, them being a little less than perfect makes it like super relatable, makes them more like a person trying to make it in LA, which is like the crux of the whole film. Like, I mean, like, or not the crux, it's, but I mean, like it's, that's it's like one of the, the underlying themes. Yeah. And I, so I think to, you know, kind of dash the film away because like, you know, their singing or their dancing isn't like a hundred percent a plus is, is missing a point to the film. I do, however, agree that, um, the Academy loves movies about <laughs> movies. Um, that they would totally, like, if someone made a film called I Love Movies, it would probably still be nominated for Best Picture. I, I think that 
criticism is not incorrect. I still, however, don't think that it's a bad film. I think it's a great film. I think uh, La La Land is definitely an essential film of 2006, to use my sorting language from the previous, uh, from my uh, Best Picture articles. I think it's just an all-around good film that, that affected me emotionally as well as intellectually. So I think that's... That's a that's a sign of a good film. A great film. You said film. 2006, but our listeners will know what you meant. <laughs> Crap. Yeah, 2016. 2016. Yeah. Ah, anyway, um, whatever. Really, this this I think is probably going to be the one to beat for for all the reasons we've already talked about. Um, mm-hmm. in, in in addition to the the, the sort of you know, every person of of Gosling and Stone, there there are a lot of other little things about this movie that kind of make me think this was a deliberate artistic choice. We we may have mentioned a couple episodes ago, you know, certain certain things about the the big opening number and and some of the others. Mm-hmm. Was that deliberate or was that just uh what happened? Yeah. I don't know, yeah. but it all kind of works whether it was intentional or not. Like I, I you could go the other direction on that. I was like, well, that is just happenstance. They they were they were trying. Like you could be really pessimistic about it, but I still I think that actually it, it, it adds a degree of magic to it. So, um, moving on, Lion. Lion! It's an interesting film about an Indian boy who gets separated from his family and eventually gets adopted by a Australian couple with the, the mother played by Nicole Kidman, which is you know nice to see her be Australian for once, since that seems to be an oddly rare thing. Um, the kid eventually grows up to become uh, Dev Patel from Slumdog Millionaire, who we all know. Um, <laughs> Among other movies. And, uh, and it, it's interesting. It's actually a very... It's well shot. Um, I think it's up for cinematography, and it looks... It's shot really well. It's very... It's, it's kind of a haunted story. Um, and I say that partly because, like, the uh, Dev Patel has, like, is literally haunted by memories of his past. Um, but it's also, it's a film a lot about memory. Um, I don't know if I said this the last couple of times or not, between, uh, like, the couple episodes ago or not, but between uh, Lion, Kubo, and the Two Strings, and Finding Dory, 2016, that's, yeah, I said the right year, uh, 2016 <laughs> was the memory films of the year, or the movies that focus about remembering and how memory affects who we are. There's things about it that I wish weren't in it, um, but... I think it's worth watching. I thought it was really good. Um, I don't know. What, what about you, Tim? Yeah, I, I agree. I really enjoyed this movie. There are uh, elements about it that, that I can appreciate that make me think, okay, yeah, this this is, is probably... It's it's earned its no, spot among so the nominees. Either. I don't think it's going to win Best Picture by by any stretch. But that, you know, like like a lot of other things we, we've said about a lot of other movies already tonight... Mm. That doesn't mean it's not a good movie. So it's 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 kind of a an interesting story about you know like like you said memory and you know heritage and and where we come from, but uh, also how you know modern technology is is shaping our lives. You know how how this this person you know uses Google Earth. And he's he he only has these vague memories of of you know like a a couple of really very indistinct landmarks it's like this this could be any one of like a million places that has these two or three things yeah not to mention india is huge Uh, yeah yeah so it's it's uh it's quite a story and it's it's pretty well told it's it's worth your time uh not a likely best picture winner no but a pretty good movie all the same 
Mm-hmm. I suppose there's the potential upset that Dev Patel could win the Oscar. Um, it's it's potential, but I'm not. Mm. I wouldn't say it's light. It's a hundred percent likely. Um, if there is a potential upset in that category, it would be him. Um, I do, however, think it's going to go to uh, Mr. Ali from Moonlight, but we'll talk about that in a, in a couple of movies. So, yeah. Yeah, that seems probable. Um, so, uh, getting down towards the end of the list, uh, Manchester by the Sea. Uh, I like this movie more than Tim, apparently. Um, yes. However, yes, I liked did. it and didn't like it at the same time. There are things about it that I really enjoy. There's, oh, man, there's a lot about grief. There's a lot about things that happen during times of tragedy that I think are very real and very correct and very thorough. At the same time, there's just something about it that just makes me unsatisfied. I'm not 100% sure what it is, because every time I think about how the film plays out and how the story works, I like can think of something about it that bothers me, but it may not... Well, okay, except for one specific aspect about the film involving the nephew... Um, for the most part, most of those things fit the film. They like that's the way that story needs to be told. And I almost think it would be a better novel than it would be a film. It reminded me of this other movie, In the Bedroom, by Todd Field. That uh, if you really like this, you should check that out too. But I don't know, Tim, give us your grievances. I I, I agree for the most part with with everything you said. I I just kind of come down more on the side of not really liking it mm-hmm. I, I i felt uh in in sharp contrast offenses like these characters were were much more thin much more flat i i didn't feel they had nearly so much depth i i couldn't really connect with them mm-hmm. as much but that said there are there are certainly things like you said that this movie captures so so perfectly you know about grief and you know, about the way certain things feel and, and how people react. I just wish there was more of people actually reacting to mm-hmm. things in the movie. And so, and we're curious if this is just our geographic bias of this. Like maybe we just don't know what it's like to feel things in New England. I don't know. But um, the. Or not. Or to not feel things in New England. So, um, but yeah, we, we both felt ultimately dissatisfied in this um i do think it is well made i do think it is for the most part very well acted it's uh i don't know just something about it just seems off for me yeah yeah i i I agree and that that bothered me more about it than than it did you i think yeah not not that it's not good because like i said there are things it does really really well Mm -hmm. but i this this is easily my my least favorite of of all the movies for best picture this year yeah um, I don't know what my least favorite is because um, I think I I think I do like this a little bit more than Lion, but Lion isn't a bad film either. I mean, I still like Lion, so I that, I don't know. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, and that brings us to our last one, Moonlight. Um, this is the potential upset for Best Picture. Yeah. If if anything is, it's this. Yeah, and is in my mind actually tied with La La Land. Um, I uh, if I were given a ballot. And was told you got to vote. I would, it would, I would probably have to flip a coin or mark two because, like, to me, they are actually like kind of tied for best picture of 2016 for me, because partly because they both resonated emotionally 
in me to like the same depth for one thing um and also it's just they're both really technically well made as well i mean like the one's a musical the other one's a, a tripic film that's but this shot really well it's um it has i really love its music i actually think the music in moonlight's my favorite of, of the scores this year and all the performances are wonderful there's there's a poetic beauty to the moonlight whereas there's a more there's a little bit something else to la la land they're kind of like the other side of the emotional coin and they're, they they're not a double feature they're not two movies you should watch together but no no um, you could watch it in the same week and and that would be okay um yeah yeah. Uh, Tim isn't such a big fan of the trippic nature of it. Um, mostly he just doesn't like the chapter headings, apparently. Well, um, yeah, I mean, I, to, to me, it, it feels kind of like a, an, an unnecessary conceit. And mm-hmm. particularly in this one, they, they, they mark out, oh, hey, this is this is chapter one. And, and here's the, the title of it. Uh, that that to me felt almost like a gimmick, much more like a, an affectation. And it didn't, you know, really bother me to the point of breaking the movie but it did sort of take me out of it a little bit i was like you mm-hmm. know you, you could have just done this with a fade and and kept going like, you know, the audience is smart enough they'll come with you. You, you you don't need to say this is the second part yeah um yeah and, and i see where you're coming from there i mean like it doesn't bother me but i i understand yeah your point. It, it, it like like i said it, it didn't bother me that much but it felt just unnecessary Mm-hmm. But yeah, all, all all that said, there there's there is some some poetic beauty to this, and this this is another one. I think this this might have worked better for me as a as a novel mm-hmm. than as a film. Mm-hmm. But there there's there is some really good acting in it. It's uh, you know it, it's a story about you know a, a person who has a lot of things kind of stacked against him in in life, and and just kind of how he. He goes through it. Uh, you you mentioned earlier just just how much tension there is in this film when there's not actually really a whole lot happening. It's yeah, like, yeah, and I, I I think that's that's great, and I think it captures that very very well. There's 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 a lot of emotional tension, you know, and it's 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 all really from the perspective of of this one character at, at three different points in his life, and I I think it does that well. That's that's the the great strength of this this film to me. I mm. I find it a little bit less you know personally relatable. I I can't you know d- directly just because yeah. those those are not you know places that that I personally come from. It absolutely sells the uh, the emotional impact of it. So I it brings me there. So I I feel for the character and and what he's going through, even if I don't necessarily understand all of it myself. I think one of, like we were talking about like characters that are that are you know, you know deep and like are fully drawn and I do feel like uh, the protagonist Chiron is a very a fully rendered character. Um, I think we might I think the audience might have a hard time remembering that or seeing that because um, the character is played by three different actors, but I do think that definitely happened. I, I don't know. This is like I think it and La La Land are gonna be the ones that take the most. Uh, um, well, I don't know about yeah, probably the most Oscars. Like it'll be between the two of them who ends up with the most at the end of the night. I mean, they're all really good. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, this, 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 this was a good year. Has been a pretty like, good year. Most most of these aren't really like like we've talked about um, awards films. 
as their their genre, not not awards bait no. per se. Yeah, that's the thing. They're not awards bait per se, but they definitely have those Academy Award genre traits. Like, I mean, La La Land's got that whole we love movies yeah. thing going for it. And, you know, and Moonlight is like, you know, a oppressed minority dragging himself up based off the life of the filmmaker, you know, like stuff like that. Like, um, So there, yeah. there are certainly some uh, of those, but, but none of them this year, at, at least to me, really feel like they're, they're, they're hitting you over the head with it. This movie deserves a million Oscars. Yeah, none of these are the English patient. None of them are like that. I personally would would certainly vote La La Land over Moonlight. Yeah, and I, I admit mm-hmm. some of that is is probably my own bias coming through. But you know, like like I mentioned, you know, La La Land does so many things, and it really really does them all well. Not not that Moonlight is a bad film or really oh, yeah, fails yeah. in in anything that it's doing. Mm-hmm. It it just seems you know less ambitious and yeah. where where La La Land is is reaching for you know, somewhat loftier goals and in in my mind at least kind of hits them. Yeah, as a movie, not as necessarily movie, yeah. as a story. Oh, okay, because so, I feel like Moonlight's pretty ambitious, um, but yeah, in a different. Yeah, I, manner. I, I agree. Um, okay, I guess I can see that. If there's anything, I'd be not happy about winning best picture i guess i guess i wouldn't be happy about lion or manchester by the sea or hacksaw ridge winning or well i wouldn't be mad i wouldn't be like upset um because they were all three of those were really good movies but i guess those would be the ones i'd be the most disappointed in winning i suppose if a, <laughs> if, if a rival somehow won i would be amazed um i, not, I would too not I, that it is the best film out of the bunch i just would just be amazed yeah and yeah, I, like like I said, I think it's a great film. I don't expect it's going to win. And yeah, you know, as as much as I liked it, I I don't think it would be my pick out of these nine films either. Yeah. Still, it's a good flick. I don't know if you if you only watch nine movies out of 2016, this isn't a bad nine to watch. Although apparently the average moviegoer is seeing like four movies this year, like like in the theater. Um. So I don't, I don't know. Yeah. And we've seen way, way more than that. Just this year already. Yeah. Yeah. We're we're good for like you know through twenty twenty two or something at this or point. Yeah. So I don't know. Is there anything anything else from from the nominees that you were interested in that you found cool to watch? Um. Yeah. I I still want to fill out. Yeah. Well, like like best animated in particular, but yeah, I mean, that's that's not going to happen. Uh. The the red turtle is going to see some limited engagement. In the uh-huh. next few weeks here, uh, my life is Zucchini. I, I think is actually going to play at the art museum here sometime in the middle of next month. But I don't know about anything uh, apart from that. If if, if it's ever going to show up anywhere, and several of the the movies that had the the best actress, uh, lead actress nominees, um, were movies that I had already wanted to see, and I just I haven't got to them. So, so yeah, these these were kind of already on my list, and I like like some of these others. These kind of came and went, and you know some people some people said they liked them, but they were only around for you know a week or two with you know one or two show times on any given day. Let's let's see. The, I yeah I, I I needed four more for for best actress. Uh, L was the third, and I'm forgetting. L is um not gonna leave you very easily. It's uh, not a very nice movie. Very good, but it's uh, it's, uh you gotta be uh, mentally prepared for that. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. yeah, and I I forget what the fifth was, and I oh oh loving yeah actually oh, that was loving really good. yeah I I, I did want to see that 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 did look really good. It's the same guy who did Midnight Special. Oh yeah, 
And I really liked Midnight Special. So it's like, it's really well done and really interesting and engaging, despite it just being like these people living their lives. So, yeah. And there was there was one more I would need to see to fill out one or the other of the supporting categories. And I, I've completely forgotten at this point which one it is. Um, is it Nocturnal Animals? Might be. Might be. Yeah. Um, I know it was Captain Fantastic for, uh, oh, yeah, for Best Actor. Yeah. Which, Captain yeah, Fantastic I, is okay. Yeah. yeah. It's it's not super high on my list, but yeah, it's uh, it's it's also available through uh, digital on demand services at this point. So I I may yeah, and because it wasn't so big, it's kind of cheap. Yeah, Vigo Mortensen does a very good job in it, and... which is what it's up for. So it's, yep. yeah. someday Vigo Mortensen will get his. We'll, we'll, we'll get his, um, I guess. Is, is, is it. Um, is actually, all I could say for that sentence is uh, Viggo Mortensen uh, will get his. It happened for Kate Winslet. <laughs> it'll happen for Vigo. Uh, yeah. It happened for Leonardo DiCaprio. It'll happen to Vigo. At some point, it'll 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 happen. I feel for, for Amy Adams, who was in both Nocturnal Animals and Arrival this year, and was good in both of those and was not nominated. But, so Amy's going to get hers at some point. Yeah. Yeah, she is. No, uh, I, I I feel like at some point when uh, we've we've really gone completely nuts, we should talk about the Razzies too in a given oh, yeah. year. But yeah, I don't even, yeah, I don't even know what's up this year. Um, uh, the, the the usual dreck. So uh, we'll uh, we'll probably be around somewhat on uh, on Sunday as well, talking about the their ceremony, and uh, we'll uh, we'll be back here on uh, on the podcast afterward as well. Uh, much much more to look forward to in the coming months. I'm actually still kind of coming out of my awards movie fog. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I get to sit down and, and take a look at what's actually coming out in the next few weeks before the summer movie season that I'm looking forward to. If you haven't seen the Lego Batman movie, go do that. Yeah, that's a lot of fun. Uh, also, Split. And uh, I think Get Out comes out this this weekend, and I'm going to try to go see that. Yeah, um, this this weekend or last weekend, it, yeah, some sometime within about a week of of this recording. All right, so I think that's all for tonight. Thanks for listening, everyone, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.